Hey guys, happy Weirdness Day. I hope everybody's still surviving the coronavirus. Are you, uh, how are you handling the corona? I'm doing okay. Yeah, I mean, you know. Work is about to reopen. Yeah. So. Do you think it's too early to reopen? I do, but. Yeah. yeah. I I guess some places are showing spikes and, uh, you know, since some states that have reopened are showing spikes in cases, but we're expecting that to happen. I mean. You know, life goes on. What are you supposed to do? I, I don't think anybody has the right answer to, to all that. But, um, you know, I, I guess that's that's the thing about people is that uh, people are weird. So, uh, you know, that's what we're going to talk to you guys about today. <laughs> weird um, We're going to talk about some, some strange, you know, unusual individuals, you know, and we'll kind of talk about... You know what makes them unusual? Um, you know that's the fun thing about the, about the human race is that um, it's there's just so many great characters out there, you know. And <laughs> and we thought, you know, why not go ahead and showcase some of those people? So um, you know, let's. I think we should go ahead and get started. So uh, one of the people that I wanted to talk to you guys about, um, it's actually a really fun story. So this guy, um, his name is uh, Satomu. Yamaguchi. Gucci. <laughs> Gucci. Um, he was actually a naval engineer and um, from in Japan. Um, and he was actually working in Hiroshima in 1945 when the atomic bomb went off. Now, uh, uh, Yamaguchi, he he like ran, he saw the he saw the plane and he saw something come out of the plane and he decided to take the nearest ditch that he could. And um, when he did um, you know, the bomb went off and he kind of, you know, came to. And um, when he looked around his surroundings, he couldn't see anything. He said it was pitch black. Um, and that wasn't because he was he was blinded. It was just because of the smoke from the bomb. So um, he goes and he um, stays all night in an air raid shelter. And the next day he had heard from a couple other survivors that were there that um, the train in like the next town over was still operational and that people were getting on it and leaving Hiroshima. So he goes to get on this train, which that I'm not going to tell the whole story, but that in and of itself is a feat because, uh, well, he had to swim through like a river and everything to get to this train. And so um, he gets on the train and he goes home. And uh, his wife and, and kids, they were shocked because they knew that a bomb went off in Hiroshima. They knew he was there and they, you know, they were like, <laughs> you know, he didn't survive. But he comes home. He's all burned up. He's got burns all over his body, but he's alive. Um, so, you know, he spends the night at home, takes care of his burns and goes into work the next day. Um, well, where he lived and where his regular job was, was in Nagasaki. So, if you're familiar with history at all, um, uh, Yamaguchi goes to work, and he's reporting to his superiors, explaining what happened. And while he's doing that, uh, big flash goes off, big bang, another bomb hit. And so, he was now a part of the second atomic bombing that happened in Japan, and, um, and he, he survived. He lived. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, and and the, and the bomb and it killed a lot of people, a lot of people, but uh, but but no, he lived and um, he actually um, he did get radiation poisoning, um, but I mean he lived until 2010. He died in 2010. So um, and that's pretty magnificent. I mean, you know, not a lot of people can can live to tell that story, and especially go on like that with radiation poisoning. He just was not about to go down. Right. <laughs> Yamaguchi was a badass motherfucker. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, I thought that was kind of cool. People people can really do some pretty amazing things when it comes to, like, survival and stuff like that. And not even, you don't even, like, do it on purpose. It's just adrenaline kicks in, and that's that's what you do. I mean, if you saw a bomb coming, what would, would you know to, to dive into a ditch? I mean, no. You bitch, where's the ditch to dive into? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I thought that that was a cool story. Um, you know, I guess that's more of an amazing feat rather than, than a weird one. But, you know, again, he survived two bombs with radiation poisoning, you know, into his old age. I mean, he lived his full life. And so it's like, you know, that's 
for whatever reason, it just was not his time. (laughs) Wrong place, wrong time. Right. It just not today. You know, I don't know if he decided something like that. I've always wondered, like, people that go through stuff like that, is it because they just have the will to survive something like that? Do they will it? They're like, I'm not dying here and now, and so they don't? Or, I mean, is it some type of divine intervention? I mean, you know, he never, he didn't go on to, like, invent something crazy or anything, you know? So it's like, why him? I mean, any impact is an impact. Well, so. that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's not to say he didn't have... His family lived, too, in the, in the Nagasaki. That's where they lived. They all lived in Nagasaki. And, and his family survived, also. Did his family so. live in Hiroshima, too? No. No, 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 no. They didn't. He was just there for work or whatever, because he's a, he's a, he's a naval engineer. So he's working on a ship, and, um, you know, when the bomb hit. So, yeah, he... Uh, yeah, his family, like I said, lived in Nagasaki, and it... I don't know. I kind of feel like it was almost personal. Like we were trying to purposely to take say, him like, out. What, what were they trying to take him out for? <laughs> he went home. He's like, I survived this. And like when he was telling his superiors and stuff about what happened, they didn't believe him. They're like, a bomb could not do anything like that. Well, it was the atomic bomb. It was a new, you know, it was a new thing. And I mean, but you've seen those pictures and stuff of like, you know, where the bomb went off and there's like the marks of people's bodies and shit still, still on the street to this day. You know where that where the bomb hit, and it's like it was it was crazy destruction, and so the fact that he survived two atomic bombs is just amazing. Imagine <laughs> being in a bomb attack like now, like how devastating that would be with our advances in technology. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're like, pretty much so much shit would go down. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, like, talked, mentioned something to me about how, like, like when countries, well, like, we feud all the time with North Korea and shit, because he's going to bomb us or whatever, um, but how countries get into, like, arguments over, like, oh, I could blow up the world five times over. Did you see how Iran blew up one of their own ships and killed 19 people? When did that happen this week? I think it was today. What? Yeah, I think so. If it wasn't today, it was it sometime was, this week. It was this week. Who knows what day it is anymore? Right. <laughs> Girl, everything just blurs together. Was that yesterday or today? I don't know. I, just, I slept from 3 to 7 today, so... I just figured out it was May today. I had no idea. <laughs> I'm like, are we still in March? <laughs> Whatever. They both have an M. <laughs> Same thing. Right. Uh, that's crazy. What happened there? Do you know, I mean, I don't you know. know. I didn't read yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't but... read the details. Just saw the headlines. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Wow. Yeah, it was like everywhere, too. I haven't seen that yet. I'm surprised. I think I, I first know. seen it on Twitter, which is like... I don't really use Twitter, oh, so it's true. like, well, I get notifications for it, yeah, and it's like, I don't even think I follow anybody. I think I have like, you, you zero follow, followers. You don't follow. You follow people, but not nearly as many people <laughs> as you should. I don't know. Well, I'm I've made other ones in the past. Yeah. So I might have been looking at one that doesn't have any. That's true. So I don't know what why I got that notification, but. Yeah. It'll just tell you. Like, sometimes it'll just be like, oh, for you in the news or something. Yeah. And just, <laughs> it just assumes that you're interested. I don't know, because it's always stuff that I'm not really too interested in. And it's like, I don't I don't care about this. Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> like I, you know, I don't know. But, wow, that's crazy. I had no idea that happened today. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's Yamaguchi. Yamaguchi. He, he's a badass. Like I said, that's, uh, you know, he... He did the damn thing. He did. He did. He, he lived life. He did. He, you know what? And he probably really did after that. Can you imagine living after that? You'd have so much survivor's guilt, though. Yeah. And well, now he's him. been dead for 10 years. He said he 10 passed years. in. 2010. 2010. Yeah, yeah. 2010. That's true. Yeah. And then, right. And then you'd have to just live. Just imagine. Like, you go home after something like that. And it's like, you know, with your trauma, you know, your, your traumatized mind. You're like, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. You know, he probably just wanted right. to go to bed. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> take a shower, go to bed. Can a dude get disability? But he went into work the next day after the first bomb, which is crazy. Like, fucking went into work and <laughs> and everything. But I guess you have to. I mean, he, he had to report what happened. I mean, so 
I don't know, still, I wouldn't go into work. I'd be like, I need the week off. Right. <laughs> I can't be here. He would have been fine at home, too, because, like I said, his family lived, so he would have been just fine. But, for, yeah, but then he gets up, he goes to work. He's in the middle of telling them what happened. They're like, no, that didn't happen. That's not real. No, there's no weapon like that that exists. <laughs> and the fucking bomb comes out of nowhere. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> it's like, guess what? <laughs> Yeah, I thought. You about to find out, yeah. <laughs> you gonna learn today. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Yamaguchi, uh, much respect to him. So, so the next person I wanted to talk about is uh, this sweet old lady. Uh, her name is Joe Cameron, and Joe Cameron, um, she found out um, at sixty-five years old. She went into the hospital um, because she couldn't walk. Um, there was something you know going on she'd kind of have a limp or whatever but she was she was she wasn't like in any pain or anything and um she went to a, like a doctor she went to a couple doctors and because she wasn't in pain they were just like you know we don't Rushing know why you have on. yeah we don't know why you have this limp sorry um well finally a doctor you know took an x-ray of her hip and you know come to find out her hip was pretty much gone like she was pretty much not there anymore it was so fucked up um she had really bad arthritis and she needed a hip replacement and so um, she got the hip replacement done, and then uh, the, the same doctor figured out that her hands were in really bad shape. And, you know, again, they, she had osteoarthritis, and they needed to do some surgery on her hands, which is um, one of the most excruciating surgeries that, that you can have done. And um, she gets the surgery done, and afterwards, um, and after both surgeries, um, she insisted on not having any painkillers. She And, you know, the doctor is like... Are you sure? Because this is a horrible surgery. And she just, she wasn't, she didn't feel it. <laughs> she wasn't in pain. So he ended up sending her to, um, like, a specialist. And um, what they found out, they did a bunch of, like, genealogy testing on her. And what they found out was that she has this super rare genetic mutation where she does not feel pain. She doesn't feel any pain at all. And it took her until she was 65 to even realize it. And, you know, it's kind of wild because, like, she's had, uh, like, she broke her arm as a kid and uh, only went to the hospital days later because it was starting to, like, set weird and look weird. And uh, she had two kids and she says childbirth was like a tickle. Like, she, like, she'll, like, eat spicy food. It doesn't affect her, you know, but she never really thought anything was different about her until she had the surgery and then she, you know come to find out it's this mutation that she's got um but the mutation also she actually has two different i won't go into like the super science of it all but um she actually has like two of her genes two different ones um which you know something about pain receptors and blah blah blah, blah that are mutated and um one of the genes was something that we didn't even know existed until we had tested her and so she they actually discovered this new gene plus gene mutation um because not only does she not feel physical pain she also does not feel emotional pain <laughs> right well <laughs> she, she's and she just thought that's the way life was she's just so happy and that's just who she is and <laughs> you know that's but now she's she doesn't feel um like anxiety she doesn't you know she doesn't have any depression like they were like an anxiety and, and depression test and her score was zero and you know she's just she doesn't feel that and so um but it i mean it is interesting because it's like you know she talks about like the problems that she does have like she'll be like ironing her clothes and she'll iron herself and the only yeah. reason why she knows is because she can smell it doesn't feel it yeah i've seen like people like that well not I haven't seen people like that, but I've seen like it, like be talked about how dangerous it actually is to not feel pain, and it's a weird thing to think about that we feel pain so that way we can respond to what's happening, but it's like why is that the way that we have to know to respond? Like there isn't yeah. any other way. Well, like making childbirth feel like a tickle, like. <laughs> Oh, I well, think I'm going into labor. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, like, with her, what they're going to do is, like, they are trying to use her um, to figure out how to how to manage pain better. Um, so, which she's, she's excited about. She, you know, again, she's she, she has no native thoughts. So, <laughs> of course, for her, she's like, yeah, of course. 
you know, um, but it, it is a, you know, it, it is a new thing and it's, it's really kind of fun. She just doesn't really, um, she just doesn't really have any physical or mental problems, which is great. And it's like crazy stuff too. Like she said, um, like she got into this horrible, like rollover car accident and like she gets out of the car and she's, you know, she's fine. So she goes over and like comforts the, the other driver that she got into the accident with and she was like the girl was all freaking out she wasn't she just didn't really I guess didn't really question like how do you how do you go that long in your mind not knowing that this is not normal right I guess if you're so happy all the time you you just wouldn't question it (laughs) I mean I guess why would you this is normal but people are like oh I'm so sad you'd be like oh that's I don't know what that is (laughs) (laughs) never heard of her right (laughs) so um, but it is, it's genetic. And then like her, um, they think that it came from her father's side. So like her dad passed it down to her and then they, they, they've tested her daughter and they've tested, tested her son. Her daughter doesn't have it, but her son does. And so, um, so they are, I mean, so they're, you know, they'll probably use him too. And he's excited about helping people, but he only has one of the genetic mutations and not two of them. Like I said, hers is two genes and his is only one mutated gene. But it's the important one that they need for, I don't know, pain management or something. But it also causes, her, her one that makes her happy all the time, um, it also causes forgetfulness. So, <laughs> you know, she just forgets things easily. But shit, bitch, I've done so many drugs. Like, <laughs> right, I'm already forgetful. I got forgetful. that too. Right? I don't remember like, How anything. can I bypass all this pain, honey? Right, so, you know, but yeah, they're using her to try to... Um, you know, figure out what to do with her. But there's like a video. It's it's really cute. There's a video on the internet of her. She's like this old Scottish lady. She's so sweet. Um, there's like a video of her like eating the super hot pepper, and she's just like, mm, I do this every Sunday, you know, or whatever. I don't know what she says, but <laughs> yeah, she just into eats it, it and doesn't feel it. It would be such a different world. But then again, you would lose out on a lot of like important life lessons because you don't feel sad. You know, think of the thing, like, think of, like, what sadness brings you, you know, what, what those, like, deep, dark moments that we all have in our life, like, what you end up creating out of that. I mean, you know, it, it ends up, uh, you know, teaching you something valuable and, you know, helping you get, but I guess you'd have the motivation already to just do whatever. Right, I mean, just so do the damn thing. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. I, you know, I'm not really sure how I feel about that. I mean. Yeah, it would be weird. It sounds good, like, in, in practice, but. That would be, I guess that would probably only be like if I could like start today and like not right. have any like physical or emotional pain to start right, right it's now. It's done. I'm like, oh, okay. I did it already. <laughs> yeah. So I'd already have the life lessons, but <laughs> you know, that's, that's one of those things. But like if she ever got like a severe infection, like I wonder how like colds and stuff work. Like if she gets like the common cold, like would she yeah. know that it's getting bad or no. not? Yeah, she that's no idea. one of the dangers. Right, she doesn't it. have. Well, that's what she says. She doesn't have any of those alarms. She doesn't have any like need. She's got like no adrenaline to like, like get. Well, and that's kind of where the forgetfulness like comes in, like because she's got no like alarm system at all in her body. Then like the adrenaline doesn't really kick in. That's why it didn't really kick in when she got into the car accident. You know, she wasn't reacting because she doesn't react. You know, so it's like. I guess that's a curse too, but she's very sweet. I mean, she's not like a weird monotone, you like know, sad heartless. person. Yeah, she's very sweet. So, um, but I don't know, guys. That's that's little old Joe Cameron. She's still alive. She's still around. So, okay. <laughs> look her up. Look her up. You yeah. had a person you wanted to talk about. I think we should get in a get in a what you got for us. Well, I think it's kind of it's not just her. It's, it's the yeah. entire scene. And I'm excited. <laughs> she she is just probably I don't know my favorite of all of them. Okay, but it's Amanda Lepore, mm-hmm. uh, the world's most famous transsexual, as they used to call her. Um, but you know, as that's kind of become more of a mainstream thing now, you know they're. She's been known as the most expensive body on earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, she's definitely, you can tell in her appearance. You yeah. Know, she's, she's literally just so beautiful. Like, and there's people different. that think she's ugly, but, you know, it's like you're only saying that because you don't actually, like, see her. Yeah. Like, 
what yeah. what 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 kind of path it is that yeah. she is paving right. you know for expression not just right. gender expression right. but just being able to share who we are mm-hmm. and how we want to be yeah. like you know yeah. that's how she views herself so that's the way she present herself I mean that's the whole group though that's kind of what they're about that's why right. they're precious but there are some mm-hmm. sketchy sketch going on in that group yeah but, for sure you know that that'll happen with any group you right. know you'll have those people but yeah that's she is kind of the the ringleader there isn't she well, I wouldn't say the ringleader, but she did probably she's, get the most fame. She the stood quickest. the test of time. Yeah. And, you know, she's, Her and Rue. she's still, yeah, she's still relevant. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rue Paul probably ended up the best out of all of them. Yeah. No doubt. Probably. Um, probably. You know, now Amanda Lepore, she, you know, has a lot going for her, but she's definitely not number one right I guess that's true but you know that whole group was just like those are the two that like walked away with it all yeah you know they were the ones that were the true stars and Mm -hmm. you know it's really kind of interesting that both of those people walked out with the most but are you know what is you know like Rue is a man yeah. And men are, you know, generally supposed to be more, like, successful. It's right. like, you know, just how our structure of society is built. So, but he also does drag. So yeah. he's got this, like, feminine side to him. Sure. Whereas Amanda Lepore was born male. Mm-hmm. And she's transitioned to female, and she has this strong feminine expression as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, of all the people, these two are the ones that came out as icons. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. the ones that are still successful to yeah. this day. Yeah. Um, you know, but Amanda Lepore, she, she actually started out as a dominatrix. Before she became a go-go Did dancer, she? yes, and uh, you know, back in you know that time, it wasn't really okay. Yeah, so right. The yeah. you know they told her basically that she needed to not tell people that she was trans. Yeah, yeah. But you know, this was like before, like all the surgery. Like right. I mean, she had surgery and stuff. Mm-hmm. She, I think. Yeah, she had her sex change at 19. Okay. Her first husband, her dad actually paid for it. Oh, He was like, yeah, he was putting in money for, putting money away for his son. And, you know, he told him, he was like, you know, I was going to give this to you, but we can pay for Amanda's surgery. That's really sweet. Well. Oh, okay. He also adopted her. Oh. Yeah, because her dad wasn't supportive and her mom had schizophrenia. That's really sweet. So everything kind of went smoothly with that adoption because of those circumstances. Like, her dad doesn't really care. Like, um, she's actually got a a book called Doll Parts. And it's it's an interesting book because it's a a biography. Mm -hmm. But it's more of like a coffee table book like it's got pictures okay because she's been yeah photographed by some of like yeah. the most famous photographers but you know she went through all of that and it didn't work out with with him I don't really know why um I'm not even sure how many husbands she's had if it's been more <laughs> since than then one. yeah but you know she's said in interviews that she's got over a hundred thousand dollars in her body and I believe it. you know she's also said that she didn't pay for most of it yeah. so yeah. you know i'm sure somewhere along the line she had husbands or boyfriends that like yeah. to spoil her and i mean who wouldn't she's like a, a good fucking... husband does right. <laughs> i mean she is a fucking goddess yeah. like she literally looks like 
Marilyn Monroe and Jessica Rabbit as one fucking person. Yeah, yeah. And it's really cool that she's kind of got this, like, old Hollywood feel to her, but it's still modern. Like, she brings it to she, this time. She shift. Well, she'll, she'll shift with the times enough to to stay relevant, which right. isn't a bad thing. She's she's really good at, at, at being hip to the time. Yeah. But that's kind of what happens anyway when you're a trendsetter. Right. You know, so you, you kind of just naturally have that ability to not only you don't just like adapt to like the trends, but you make it better. Right. So, I mean, I, you know, well, that makes I mean, sense. she's also like she was one of the first like famous people to be in public essentially naked. You know, just like pasties and just out in public, yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. being very that. open about it. I always it. So forget that, how long she's been around for, and she's been around for a while. Right. And that brings acceptance for people like, you know, these famous pop stars that want to wear less and less, which is amazing in my eyes. I think that's a, a great thing that, you know, people want to share their body in that way because bodies are beautiful. Yeah. But, you know, like, if she didn't do that, it could have been like little Cam. You know, that bitch yeah. really pushed the boundaries. She did. But it's like, you know, I think both of them doing that really says a lot for female empowerment because yeah. they both had different struggles. Yeah. Whereas Lil' Cam is a black woman. Yeah. And not only a woman, but a black woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then Amanda Lepore is a trans woman. Is a trans woman. So yeah. both of them really challenged society yeah. in a really great way yeah. that's you know, I feel made us better. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, you know, she she was essentially a club kid. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think it was even long before, like, she came out onto the club scene after she was the dominatrix. And then it was like everybody that was the club kids started going on TV shows and yeah. being interviewed yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. So she just kind of got in there and then it just like took off. For her, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I feel like some of that credit does need to go to her, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. like if she's coming onto the scene and then all of a sudden these TV stations are interested in these yeah. people. You know, there's something there that's really pushing the boundaries. Yeah, yeah. And what is going to do that? A trans woman. That's true. You know, or a trans wasn't, man. That wasn't so unheard of with the club kids, though. I mean, they had a lot of, you know, well, I guess they had mostly had, like, queens and stuff. Um, you know, queens and kings. But, I mean, you know, they definitely had their, their people. But the thing about her is that she doesn't really, she's never really, like, asked for anything from it like, right she just she was in the scene and she definitely was a big part of that scene um but then she just walked away and did her you know yeah, and she so blew up she like, did right everybody did. wanted to so her patience paid her off i mean you know she i think she did the right thing with that but let's how do we explain the club kids to people that um are are, are young and don't know what the club kids are Weird, just weird. weird. They they started this movement. Um, what back in the eighties, yeah, probably 80s, you know, 90s. right? They they started this um this big movement of expression. You know, y you guys nowadays you have social media influ influencers. Back then you had club kids, and <laughs> yeah, and they would host these large parties. And I mean, of course, it was a bunch of drugs and a bunch of scandal and chaos. But but they really caught um this like mostly started in like New York. It yeah. kind of started with, um, really, it kind of started with like Andy Warhol, and well, he was part of that. He crew, was part of it, but he kind of started it, and then it like shifted into the club kids, and then it just kind of, you know. But they would go to different, like, um, they would host like all these different parties in the New York scene, and um, and stuff like that. They would be, they would like promote, promote different artists. I mean, sometimes they do, you know, they do like drag shows and stuff like that, and. Um, and then eventually, uh, you know, the, the rest of the world were, were kind of catching wind of these weird people that, that dressed up in costume and, 
and did ecstasy all night. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then they started traveling around and going on TV, and then more people found out about them, and people from all over the country would would then move to New York to become a club kid. I mean, it was yeah. <laughs> it was a big it was a big thing. Well, and then there's also people that like were not really club kids, but they were like who club kids like looked up to. You know, like Boy George. Like, yeah, I think he may have been a club kid, but he's he not that, like one of, that, of the yeah, club kids. Yeah, he was kind of that same. He had the same aesthetic. Right. I guess that's more of what it was. It was more of a, an aesthetic than yeah. anything. And so, yeah, he definitely had, yeah, he had that. Can you think of anybody now off the top of your head that would have been probably a, a club kid? Some would say Lady Gaga, but... Jeffree Star. No. You don't think so? No. no. Really? I feel like he would be at the club, but I don't think he. You don't think he would, would, be would have been involved. Kid. Well, even Jeffrey Star in MySpace days. No. <laughs> okay. And that's not like a knock towards Jeffrey Star, but like he doesn't really have that same kind of vibe. You, you know, might be right it's about like. That. See, with like Amanda Lepore, she kind of had like the sex mm-hmm. and like this appeal about her and you know Rue was a drag queen and James St. James was just weird I mean they all had like their things you know but there was nothing really that Jeffree Star did in my opinion that is iconic in the same way that the things that they did that's true that's true no, well, maybe that's just because they've already done it. You know? <laughs> right. Then, then there comes that discussion. Yeah. You know, but I, I don't really know if there's really anybody that comes off the top of my head that's a club kid or would yeah, be considered would a club be considered kid. Yeah, like a modern day club because kid. Because everything really is now. just kind of transformed yeah. into this open and free expression yeah. that it kind of essentially makes us all club kids if we do anything different. Well, right. And I think that's what people aren't really, you know, that's the impact really like of the club kids was that they were so bizarre. They were so different. Um, Like look at pictures like guys, when you get them, Google them and look at the pictures of like their costumes and like, you know what? There's actually a queen on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race now. Her name is Crystal Method. Okay. (laughs) She is fucking amazing. (laughs) She does this like really crazy like um, face paint type mugs. Okay. Just like lots of glitter. And uh, she looks like Elle DeBarge. Okay. Got a mullet and everything. She's so fabulous. So she could be she considered. Could, she a, could be one of those. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you know, people didn't do that. Like, men didn't wear makeup. You know, people didn't just go out in costume. And these people did crazy shit. Not just, they didn't just, like, go to clubs and party. Like, they would, like, take over. Well, like, there's the famous, like, Michael Alex story where he, they went down to, like, the burger joint or whatever. Like, the burger restaurant. They had, like, a fucking rave, like, at this, like, it was, it was, like, McDonald's or something. I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to say McDonald's. But <laughs> whatever it was, they had, like, a rave there. And there's, like, 200 fucking people just <laughs> dancing and raving at this burger joint. Like, and that's what they would do. They would just set up shop somewhere, have these huge events, and and just hang out with each other. I mean, there's a lot of dancing. There's a lot of, there's a lot of loving. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of drugs. There's this uh, funny picture of Amanda Lepore sitting in a pizza hut. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> and that made me think of that. And it's just, right, and it's just you know you didn't see people that looked like that. Like you didn't, you know, it, we weren't there yet as a society right. of people just doing whatever they wanted to do, you know. And so, um, you know, that's why it was it was so big. Like nowadays, it's not really a big deal. There's a whole website of, of people of Walmart. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not a thing now. But but then it well, was especially in the nightlife. Right. You know right. now it's just kind of like the norm. It's normal, right? Whereas, if you're going out, like, you better dress up. Yeah. When they were going out to the nightclubs, the way they were, yeah. they were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You know that was, was like bizarre. they still had that moment yeah. even in the nightlife. Yeah. Whereas like we could have that moment during the daytime going to Walmart. Maybe or, right. You might see somebody you know. they they stick out. You know. <laughs> But, yeah. you know, if you go out at night, like, you're going to see anybody and everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but their big message, I mean, and they would say it to everybody, was just, 
to enjoy your life. I mean, enjoy, enjoy you, love you, express you, be who you are. And, you know, that really kicked off. I mean, we, we've got that movement now, you know, for the most part. I think for the majority of people right now are, are okay with, at least the, the newer generations, are okay with you being who you want to be. You know, right. but that's what started like your and I's generation of like thought process. We're, right. we're both '90s babies. Like that's. Well, you know. I think with Amanda Lepore, she really is the one that helped set us up for that because yeah. she was famous just for being her, doing what she wanted, and then it's like once we had these social media platforms, we're able to see people like Jeffrey Star. We're yeah. able to see all these influencers that, you know. Right. We could have potentially missed out on if, you know, Amanda and the club kids didn't do what they did. You know, Amanda especially because, like, she was on the runways. Like, she was at the red carpets. She's been in music videos. Yeah, she's, she's been everywhere, yeah. Like, she was on fucking French Playboy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she really is just authentically her and that's what really got her rise out of this and it doesn't surprise me that she's a Scorpio no is she yeah that makes sense right you just look at her and it's like that's that's she's got that big dick energy right (laughs) you know that's pretty cool I didn't know that yeah she's she's something her and that whole scene is just it's something um, I mean, it's like a whole. It's 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 pretty magical. That's all I wanted to be for the longest time back in my drug days. I just wanted to restart the club kid revolution and, yeah. and do it all over again. <laughs> because it just it's so. Well, you know, I, I mean, I've had times where I've you know I used to go out and stuff, and you know, and, and it's just you're just in a whole different world. You just get into a different mindset when you are living that freely. Yeah. You know, and so it's, you know, it's, I think it's healthy to a certain extent. Um, That's the real aliens. What? The people that. That don't like. That? No, that are like these people that allow this expression to be like who we truly are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people that have that ability to do that and not care what society thinks or what. How that might look on us, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah, we care to a certain degree, right? You know, it's not like we're just out here fucking doing fucking ratchet shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Gang well, gang. right. That was yeah. That was the issue with the club kids is that eventually they were doing ratchet shit, ratchet shit. Right. And you know that ended up being the downfall. I mean, <laughs> you know, and you know, thankfully. uh Thankfully, the bigger influencers like, like you said, like RuPaul and Amanda Lepore, James St. James, they they walked away from it. They're like, nope, and that's you know that's where they've gone come to now. When you go and look and look back at like most of those big influencers, most of them are dead now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most of them died from, died from drug overdoses or, you know, well fuck, Michael Allen killed the one guy. Yeah, you know, Angel Melendez. But is that what it is Melendez or is it? Hernandez or probably Melendez. Oh, I think it's Melendez. But yeah, he yeah, I killed him. He's out of prison now. Hmm. Did you know that? He got paroled. He's out. He's on social media. Yeah, he's he's on he's been on YouTube and everything and it's like you just he's such a tired old queen. It's like you need to <laughs> just just get, get dusty. Right. <laughs> you killed somebody and chopped him up. Like right. you what don't the give a fuck about you. <laughs> right. It's so it's so bizarre. He never talks about it though. Well they put him in a tub with fucking Drano and Yeah. Like um baking soda and like I don't even know. You kept what. throwing like, shit in there because people because I don't know if you guys have ever been to like basically it's basically a trap house. <laughs> But there's people in and out of those motherfuckers, and there's people, and everybody's fucked up, and nobody walked in there and was like, "There's a dead body in here." I mean, nobody really, and he was in there for like two weeks, and then they were like, "Well, we got to do something that stinks," <laughs> you know, finally, <laughs> and and chopped him up and threw him into the river, and and he went around and he told everybody about it. He was bragging about it, 
just ha- didn't give a fuck at all. Just told everyone because that's just who he is. He's a, he's an attention whore. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people didn't believe him. You know, they're like, yeah, right. You know, well, we've known people like that. Right. Like if Eric, uh, I shouldn't say names. <laughs> like if that one dude we both know. If that one dude we both know ended up. <laughs> We won't say names. Uh, ended up, you know, saying something like that would be like, whatever, you know. So, I mean, it's just. But then, you know, at the same time. It could, he could out be because them, he is who he is. Right. right? <laughs> you never know. Yeah. So that, ended up, I mean, that did end up being the downfall of it, you know. And that was just kind of how it all fell apart, really, was, you know, once that murder happened and the club kids had this horrible name. And like I said, granted, look, a lot of them weren't good people. A lot of them were. They were, you know, a bunch of drug addicts that that's what they did. They were in the party scene. That's all they did all the time. And so, and who knows? They probably, you know, probably some of them have killed other people or whatever. You know, who knows? But, um, yeah, but, but, but some of them did make it out and they did end up, you know, um, making it and stuff. Watch Party Monster. Yeah. Watch Party Monster. If you guys want to know more about the club kids, um, it's specifically more about Michael Alleg and and the and the Angel murder. Um, but watch it. It really, you know, and it's it's kind of fun. It's a fun, it's got, it's Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> Home Alone well, that, kid. That song. Oh God! There, it's you can actually find it on YouTube. It's like actually Amanda Lamar. Like, no, it's, oh. uh, it's <laughs> yeah, Macaulay said. Culkin where he's singing and it, it actually sounds good. Like, uh, yeah, money. He's crazy, you know. He played him. such a good role in, in that movie. He's actually done, like some of the stuff that he's done. He's done a really good. job. I'm like, wow, this is <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. He's fun. He's a lot of yeah. fun. I like to. I'd like to hang out. Well, with him. he's on <laughs> this YouTube channel mm-hmm. that I've seen. I don't even know what it was, but they were like playing um, VHS Jenga. Okay. <laughs> and like he okay. was funny. Yeah, like, he's, he is. He's, he's goofy, cute. but I don't like looking at him anymore. No, he went downhill for like a long time, but I feel I think he's back now. I think he's yeah. like making a comeback because I've seen him in a, like a lot of stuff in like the past two years. <laughs> yeah, I hope he does come back. <laughs> I do too. He is really funny. He's not cute, but he is really funny. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I mean, if you guys want to know more, watch that. Um, James St. James wrote a book about it all. Uh, about about that situation and it's really good um it's also it was called disco bloodbath but he ended up renaming it when the movie came out um and it's it's called party monster as well so read the book it's it's good it's really interesting i mean it goes into details about just i mean you wouldn't believe the amount of drugs these people were doing i mean it was it was just crazy (laughs) it was crazy it's it is really it is an interesting kind of life but i suggest getting it digging into the people I do, because that's what makes it fun. I mean, you can hear, like, the general stories, but, like, when you, like, attach yourself to somebody in the group, like, you just, I don't know, they just resonate. There's there's somebody in the club kids that you will resonate with. Yeah, there's one for everybody. Right, there's one for everybody. Mine happens to be James St. James. I just, I don't know. I've got a a super soft spot for him. (laughs) You know, don't get me wrong. I think he's a bitch, too, but. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But they all kind of are. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, Amanda Labore and she was, I mean, she was a hundred percent, you know, in that scene, when you look up the pictures, you'll see her, um, you know, and that was kind of, that's the whole thing has been a big, I said it earlier, a big trendsetter. I mean, it's, it's why it's, it's why we have a lot of the things that we do now. And so, um, you know, I think that's fun. And yeah, then, she's been in movies, she's been, magazines. Yeah, she's got her own music. She's a DJ. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. She, yeah. And her music's good. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's good stuff. You know, she's. I don't think there's ever been anything that like I've, I've that she's been in or done or whatever that I haven't liked. So I really like her cover of Sunglasses at Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the video for it is just. I don't think you've seen the video for. I probably have. I just don't. She's like licking her lips and shit, just like being Amanda. (laughs) She's so she's so amazing. She's got that air about her, you know. She just doesn't. She like you said, she's unapologetically her. And you know, if if the rest of the world could be that, just imagine, imagine the things that we could do if we could just let go of what other people thought of us or what we did or. You know, because I've thought about, you know, especially being a creator, I've thought about that. And, um, you know, I could definitely relate to to certain things because it's like, 
a lot of the stuff it is hard to get into because it's like you have a, a, a stupid fear, you know, and it's mm-hmm. always something dumb. It's always something really dumb. Like me, like sitting down and like recording a YouTube video. Um, there's always a certain fear with it. Like, oh, I'm going to sound stupid or, oh, I'm going to make a stupid face. And it's like the only person that's going to notice that shit is me. <laughs> you know, you're at the end of the day, you're your own worst critic. And if you could just let go of that, I mean, think of all the shit you could do. I don't know. I think everybody should uh, be more like Amanda. Yeah. I think that's great. Well, yeah. the great thing about her is she's always had class. She has. You know, yeah. even when she, she was has. naked girl, she was classy. Yeah. Well, she's just a work of art, but... Because you can be beautiful, and you can be smart, and you can be whatever the hell you want to be, being, uh, you know, a woman, being a trans woman, being, you know... A drag queen, being a, like right, you. Right, you can do whatever you want to do and be what you want to be, and these people definitely prove that, you know, they do, and it's just... And they they don't do anything special, people, people just... For whatever reason, people admire them more so than other people. You know, they, they get a but lot it, more recognition. It is special. That's the thing, though. It's like it's this, you know, what we all want for ourselves, but we, for whatever reason, don't allow ourselves to experience it. Yeah. But because they're so authentically them, they're able to really be an inspiration. That's true. So, like, it is something special, but it's, like, something that we all... We're all capable of. Right. We're all capable of. Will everybody do it? No. (laughs) But we all could. We all could. And and I know, I've, I've, you know, that's been... I've I've had to learn that lately when I uh, had to throw myself into the world of creating, you know, that I can can do this. There's no reason why I can't. Right. (laughs) There's well, nothing stopping me but me. <laughs> like RuPaul right now, he's got the um, secret celebrity drag race. And like he's had some people on there that, you know, were like these straight dudes yeah. that were like empowered by drag. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's crazy. Like this one guy, he, um, his mother had passed away uh-huh. and she was a lesbian, but she watched RuPaul and like the queen did his makeup and he looks in the mirror and he was like it was weird to see my mom for the first time since she died and it was crazy like they showed a picture and like he looked so much like like her and um so that's a way that he can still connect with her right and that's what he said yeah and like there's um the dude from uh, Schitt's Creek. Have you watched that yet? I've not, no. Oh I God. haven't watched Schitt's Creek yet. I'm you so sorry. You have to get on to it because that is so good. I haven't yet. But the, one of the characters on that show was on there and he he was actually like crying. Just like, I mean, so was the other dude. Yeah. But it's just like, it's crazy what that kind of experience does, does for people. For people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And drag is very much like that. Like people don't understand it. It's not... It, it doesn't have to be a kink thing. Right. Like, it doesn't have to be sexual. It can be, you know, something like that where it's just another way for him to connect to somebody that was important to him or, you know, just there's so many different reasons why people do it. As RuPaul says, you're born and the rest is drag. <laughs> and it's true. Yeah, the, the, the thing about it is it's like you have this alternate persona yeah. that you're allowed to step into. Right. And that's when you can feel like yourself. That's when your authentic self yeah. comes out. Well, everybody because does you don't that. have to like be the same. Yeah. Like yeah, it, it's weird. Yeah, everybody kind of does that. Everybody kind of um, has some type of escape, you know, that they can step outside of themselves. Some people it's video games. Some people it's movies. There's cosplayers. I mean, that's very similar to drag. You know, that you can just. Get outside of your your norm and who you are, and tap into this this part of your brain that you don't get to do, you know, very often or whatever. And and I think that's really, I don't know, that's something really special. That's so. what life's about, you know. It ain't about going to yeah. work and having this no. great yeah. career. Like, yeah, those things are nice, and you should do those. Yeah. But you know, if you're just doing that and you're not being yourself, you're really missing out on life. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very true. Okay, well, I think uh, I think we should move on to our our, our next and, and final person, um, people. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
people rather. And this, I, I saved the weirdest for last, I believe. Um, because it is, it is very, it is a very strange topic of discussion. So, um, what I kind of want to talk to you guys about today was the Jim twins. Um, and they're actually Ohio natives. They were born Mm. and raised in Ohio. Um, so the Jim twins, uh, were these, you know, two twin boys. Um, they were born in like the 1940s or whatever. And, um, they were adopted out to separate families and both families named both child James. And so, you know, they both ended up being named Jim. Um, they both went by Jim. They didn't, you know, James, you can go by, you know, Jimmy or, <laughs> or James, you know, but, but they both went by Jim. And, um, you know, they didn't really, um, like the family knew that, like both families knew that there was another t- a twin, but they didn't, they didn't really question it. I don't think they knew when they were kids, like growing up. Um, but they did meet eventually. They met in like the 1970s. Um, when they were older and when they did they kind of found out that their lives were a lot more similar than they thought um so this is gonna blow you. have you ever heard of the gym twins mm-hmm. this is gonna blow your mind <laughs> it's crazy um so they both had a childhood dog um that was named toy um you know which is weird okay right that's a weird I, it's a weird name. it's a weird name right and it's not charlie or whatever both toy. name it yeah both both named Toy. Um, they were both at school. They were both both good at math and woodworking, but they couldn't spell. Um, here we go. Both of them were married twice. Both of them, their first marriage was to a lady named Linda. Their second marriage to a lady named Betty. Both of them, different different Lindas and different Bettys. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is before they've met each other. Um, both of them only had they both of them only had one son. Both of them named their sons James Allen. What? Both of them. Now the first, now the one Jim named his son James Allen A L A N, and the other one named him James Allen A L L E N. But still, <laughs> right? If that's the both only difference, girl. Both of them. Both of them. Um, they both smoked. They were both heavy smokers. They both drove the same the, the same car, which is like a Chevrolet something something something. Um, and then they both had security jobs. They had different like jobs in security, but they both had jobs in security. And uh, they both had the same the same uh, vacation spot that they would go to uh, year after year. So they yeah. Do you think they ever ran into each other and they realize it? Apparently, they were. Um, Oh, maybe like at the vacation you know spot or just what every if day. They were just like, let's blow everybody's minds, and they knew each other, and they did the whole this. time, <laughs> the whole time, and they planned this. I guess that's a possibility. That's a very that's a, twin that's a thing to do. It is a very twin thing to do. But their story, so like they they met up finally, and um, you know they both found out all these when weird, they weren't vacationing. The supposedly, spot. right? Supposedly, <laughs> they met up finally. They both found out that you know there's all this hey, there's all this weird stuff about us, and they ended up like going and they were part of like this study from like the specific doctor that you know obviously wanted to study them. That he found out that their um, like the wavelengths of their brain were the same. And, um, you know, different stuff. They both had the same medical history, you know, major issues like that, you know, physical stuff. And, um, well, were they identical or they were identical twins? Yeah, they were identical. So that's not too, that's not too bad. Um, but it really, but again, this was, uh, I think they met in 70, yeah, 1979. Um, and so this was in the 80s. I mean, this was before we had a bunch of stuff, you know, a bunch of the research and things like that. So, um, for them, they ended up like kicking off a bunch of different, theories of you know like twins they both like always felt empty growing up you know so they always had that because they say twins are weird i mean twins have a a different connection than other people and um you know but yeah they both said they had just a general sense of emptiness and that's been fulfilled since they've met each other and they um you know just having such a similar life you know it kind of goes to the it makes people question the the nature versus nurture argument because surely they were both raised differently i mean they were raised by two different families so they couldn't have been raised exactly the same even like kids in the same household are raised differently look girl look at all these similarities they have they don't seem that <laughs> odd with this story you're right mm. if maybe it was like the adopted parents were in on it and they like planned <laughs> this <laughs> i could see that 
Because both with wives named Linda and then Betty, just all of it's so weird. Like all of it is so strange. And it is such a, it's such a bizarre story. And so it's like, you know, what does that mean that they had that, you know, it was it divine in some type of way? Was, is it just science? It just made sense? I mean, what? Do you know any twins? Well, the only ones I think I knew were uh, Ethan and Eric. Mm. But uh, other than that, no. Do you know other twins? My mom's a twin. Is she really? Mm. I didn't know that. Oh, you know what? No, actually, one of my bosses at the at the movie theater when I worked there, his wife was a twin, and I didn't know. And his his family would always come in often. We were all really close at the theater, and his family would always come in often. And I had no idea until his wife came in one day and uh she didn't have kids and i was like oh where's the kids at it wasn't like anything crazy i was like where's the kids at he's like that's not that's my (laughs) sister-in-law and they're identical twins and i was like i I asked him i was like have you ever like gotten them mixed up or anything he said it only happened one time (laughs) at a family event and he like went to go like stand beside her or something like that and it wasn't it wasn't her he didn't he came later to the event so I was he didn't like, like see what she was wearing. Right, right. He didn't know, yeah. and so he came later to the to the family event and ended up like was like went to go greet his wife, but it was you know his girlfriend at the time, but it was her sister. So yeah, um, but other than that, no, I don't really know any twins. I just know mm. that they do some some freaky well, stuff. It's weird because my mom is a twin, but she also married a twin. That is weird. So it's like if they had a kid, they would have twins, right? Yeah. Well, she shouldn't be having right. kids. Right. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna happen. She's, it can't. She's past that point. Wow, that, I didn't know. Are they identical or fraternal? Both of them are fraternal. But it's weird because even with... Her and husband. Yeah. Uh, so even with, like, my mom and my aunt, I can still see, like, that weird twinness. So it's not always... They with, have, like, a different connection. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so, like, identical twins are... You know, obviously more similar. Yeah, but they're cut from the same cell, right? Yeah, (laughs) but fraternal twins, you know, they have that same quality, but they're still like individuals. Yeah, like they've been together literally since the womb. Right. (laughs) Like my my mom and my aunt both love to shop, and anytime they hang out, guess what they do? Oh, shop. And it's great. I love it. But, you know, they're very similar in some ways, but they're also very different. And I think it's really kind of cool to see, like, the differences between identical twins and fraternal twins. twins, yeah. But it's like Eric and Ethan were fraternal twins. Yeah. So it's like Ethan was tall, Eric was short. Right. How did that happen? (laughs) You know? Ethan got all the tall. He was the big twin. Right. Aww. He ate off Eric's <laughs> little ankles. But they were so they similar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were so similar, but so, so similar, different. But so different. You're right. They have their differences, but at the same time, like, I like I, I would have people that have, like, met both of them individually and would, like, get them confused. Because they looked really similar, too. Not exactly, but they'd be like, wasn't that that one guy? Just because the, the air that, yeah, you know, Yeah, they act them. the same. Right. They <laughs> just do the same things. Yeah. Have you ever seen them fight? No. Oh my God. <laughs> no, it, you talked about it. It's great to see you. <laughs> you told me about it. They do like kung fu shit. Oh, yeah. And you know where they learn to fight? Where? Fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> they would. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Oh. No, they're, I think they're the only twins that I've ever like known. I, uh, I didn't know your mom was a twin. So her husband is your current stepdad. Yeah. He's the one that says plum all the time. Plum. Plum fool. <laughs> He's where I learned plum. He's he taught you pl- the ways of plum. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. Now, how are him? Is it a brother then? Because there's like brother and sister fraternal twins He's too. Brother and sister. Really? Yeah. Are there? Do you see similarities between them? Yep. Really. <laughs> Like They're what? so much alike. Well, they even kind of look alike. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Just like the way they talk, the okay. way they just act. Yeah. Like like you said, the air. Yeah. About them is the same. The, yeah. It's Except for same, you know, yeah. uh, clearly she's more feminine. Right. And he's more masculine. Right. Because right. they're 
they grew up in like the country. Well, so even, even like Eric and Ethan, I, I think that Eric's more feminine and Ethan's more was more masculine. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> I could I could see that either. And you might find that with your mom and and her sister. I mean, they they might have a feminine and a masculine, you know. But I mean, not really. No, no. That's, that's interesting. It, that's one of the ways that they're like is they're very similar in nature. Like my yeah. mom definitely. Is a different type of mother than my aunt. Is, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there, there's those differences, but it's it's crazy how similar twins yeah. can really be. And they just have a different connection. I mean, you have like, you know, your siblings. Um, you know, we both, me and Ivy, both have siblings, and uh, I know you don't really get along with with yours. I mean, you do, but you don't. But even if you, even though you don't, it's a different relationship than with anybody else. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the thing. Like, you know, even though you've you've had that, you know, well, like I've had, um, like one of our friends, her her brother would like torture the shit out of her when you know while she was growing up as a kid. But they're closer than ever now, and but they're siblings, so it's like that's what they do, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just what you know. It's fucked up the shit that they they do to you. I was the, I, I mean, I have my my younger sister, and I did some pretty fucked up shit to her, <laughs> and I feel bad about it now. And but you know she forgave me and I feel bad and that's it you know it's over but um you know it is a different bond than you have with anybody else you know so it's like imagine that but on the twin level so I'd imagine with like paternal twins it's probably the same type of bond that you have just with your regular siblings it's just deeper I guess um but then you go to identical twins and that's just a whole new ballpark i mean yeah you know because i've read stuff about them like there's a lot well the, the, the gym twins you know there's a lot of weird stuff their their case is really extreme but there's like that one pair of sisters who like didn't talk for like years and years and years and then i think like they ended up like one of them ended up killing somebody or something I, we'll probably talk about that on another episode but they were they were a set of twins and um, they were like these two little girls and they ended up like going to like some type of home or something like that and they refused to speak. They would only speak to each other and when they spoke to each other they spoke in some type of code that only they could understand. Yeah. And a lot of twins have their have language. some type of language, yeah, that they speak. Or they can literally communicate with their minds. With, right. Without yeah, so without even talking to each other. They can communicate with just you know, but you, you'll have like and you might have that with some people. Like you might have like you know, well, you have like a partner, or like a best friend or something. Like you can read their body language if you're like out and about and you're like, oh, maybe you're at a party and you can tell they want to leave. Like you kind of have that without anybody saying anything. Right. You know, you can tell. But with them, it's it's more it's a it's just on a bigger scale. So, um, you know, twins are just weird in general. I don't know. Maybe maybe we should have done a whole episode on twins. Hey, we still can. <laughs> get your mom on here. <laughs> get your stepdad. You wouldn't be able to hear. Your stepdad would be like, that's plum crazy. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, the gym twins, they had a lot of uh, similarities and, you know, even even more so than that. I mean, it could have been even synchronicities, you know, back to that again. Everything comes down to synchronicities. It could have been just a lot of synchronicities. And, you know, eventually it was the universe trying to guide them back together somehow, just doing it the only way the universe knows how, you know, and that's through well, similarity. Also could have been that same kind of, you know, mental communication. It could have been. Because it's like floor. if one brother falls in love with a Betty and then the other one That's like true. interacts with the Betty, he could potentially have that thought and be like, Oh, this is supposed to happen. Yeah. Or like naming your son, he's like, I'm gonna name my son James Allen and then the other right. one's like, I don't know why, but I just wanna name my son yeah. James Allen. <laughs> You know, that's true. I didn't think of it that way. That's very true. But that's it's like, true. would they be cognizant of that if it actually was how it happened, yeah. or if it was just like? That would be a good question. I think they're still. I think they're still alive. I'm pretty sure they're still around. Um, we should ask them. Jim yeah, <laughs> <Jim> twins, <laughs> listen. <laughs> We yeah. want to talk to you. Right. <laughs> I'll see if they have a Twitter. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to hit them up. But yeah, that is a, that is a weird thought. I, I guess I never really thought of that. Um, but damn, that's crazy. That's pretty wild. We should get Karen to call them. Yeah. <laughs> and ask get Karen on the case. We gotta get Karen on the case. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's probably what solved the fucking angel murder. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> it was Karen. <laughs> Detective Karen. 
she was out fishing at the river one day and she's like, why is there trash in the river? Yeah. <laughs> it's all ass body. <laughs> That's horrible. I shouldn't joke about that too soon. <laughs> oh, oh bitch, I think it's too late. It's for you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> oh, Karen. Karen, we miss. We don't even. We need to get a Karen still. Guys, we're casting for a Karen. <laughs> right. We, we need you, Karen. You can't be one of the Karens that are upset by being called Karen either. (laughs) Right. Because we got to call you Karen. We got to. Because you got to be on the case. We can't call you Regina. You know, your name is Karen. (laughs) We'll we'll find Karen. Regina on the report. Regina on the report. Stop it. Now, Karen's going to get upset because someone's taking her job. (laughs) Oh, my God. The master. Karen Regina. Karen Regina. Yes. What an awful name. The Karen Regina case report. (laughs) (laughs) This has got to (laughs) stop. We're creating a monster. I swear to God, if I fucking wake up one day and I see that TV show on, (laughs) see it's been made into a show, I'm going to be so pissed. (laughs) Right. We need to patent that. We do. We need to do it immediately because someone's going to take it. (laughs) She could be the next Nancy Grace. Karen Regina. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, she, you know what? She would show that bitch Nancy Grace a thing or two. Right. (laughs) She would definitely, yeah. Nancy Grace don't want none of Karen Regina. Right. (laughs) Karen Regina would go to Nancy Grace, like, take me to your superior. Oh, right. uh, You are my superior. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Well, anyway, so I think that is probably going to do it for this weird Wednesday. Um, We have a, I feel like, a big milestone coming up um, in the next couple episodes. Um, We're going to hit episode 10 soon. And when we do, we're going to do something a little different, but it's going to be fun. Um, So definitely, you know, stick around for for that kind of fun. you know, in the meantime, we're still, we're always open to topics. You know what? Let's yeah. just go ahead and tell them. You want to tell them what we're going to do? Yeah. Because okay. then they Maybe can... they could get some, some input in there. Right. Okay, throw, well. Throw, <laughs> throw some questions at us. Surprise! Episode 10 is going to be about, um, we're going to kind of interview each other and um, kind of explain to you guys, you know, why we are weird or, you know, what makes us want to get into the world of the weird or you know stuff like that um so it's going to be a lot of personal questions um we're you know going to go into a little bit more detail about kind of who we are and what we do and why we do it um and yeah i mean if you guys have any questions at all um you know definitely feel free to ask and we will include them in that episode um so a little q a i I think it's going to be fun um you know of course me and ivy kind of have the advantage because we know each other and we've known each other for ever and ever and ever um, but so, you know, we both kind of know why each other's weird, but you guys don't. So, right. We'll ask each other questions that we already know the answers exactly. to. Exactly. And we'll just fake it. So, but then also maybe the questions that we don't know the well, answers to. Well, we might learn to. things. Like I said, I didn't know your mom was a twin. So, right. that was new. I, I didn't you know. know. It'll be an and experience for all of us. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, we might, you know, learn some things. But if there's, there's anything that you guys want to know, I mean, you know, definitely feel free to ask. We're. We're both extremely open people. I mean, I'm sure you guys can tell by all of the, you know, the the sex and and the uh, and the and the witchcraft and the, <laughs> and the sacrifices, you know, that I frequently make every day. Um, so I don't really have anything to hide, and and I don't think Ivy really has anything to hide either. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> we're for it. But um, you know, like I said, that'll be episode ten. So not not next week, but the week after that. Um, so just, you know, write in our question, write the questions to us. You can do it either, um, you know, commenting under the podcast is fine. Um, doing it through our social medias is fine. Um, you know, we'll be happy to, to answer anything that you guys got. So Mm -hmm. I think we're good here. Well, guys, until next time, we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.